You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday to you this 12th of February for 2021. How are you? I am well. How are you, Bianco? Couldn't be better. What a Friday it has been, am I right? Well, not much has happened. Oh. You know what, though? I think the sun is shining. There is still so much to be positive and happy about. We've got this, guys. We've been through this twice before. We can do it again. We are bringing in the lockdown. We are locked down in the studio for two hours, but we're going to have fun. We're going to raise moods. We're raising the roof. That's it. That's what we're here for the next two hours. That's it. And hey, I have a story, okay? It's probably, you know how I bring a lot of awkward fails to this show? Mm. This is by far the worst I have brought in some time. So if that's any incentive to sit down, relax, chat with us for two hours, stick around. Look, I know you like to accuse me of a lot of things. I've been wrongly accused. J'accuse. J'accuse. You accuse me of a lot, and I've been wrongly accused in the last couple of days, so I'm going to bring that up, tell you a little story about that. A little story. Yeah. Um, We're also going to be asking some big questions. I want to know, how did you sell the thing that you couldn't sell? Because there's been quite an interesting story develop over the past 24 hours involving a car and five-cent pieces. Text us in 0404 Here's Shepard learning to fly at work. Yes. Things are going pretty well at the moment. Not a lot to complain about. But, uh, well... (laughs) Uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. I was going to say something about it. I work. was really letting you just get in with that story, and I could see you blank out of it, and I was like, is he okay? Well, actually, no, I remember now. <laughs> I had a moment where I was just, you know, Oh, you reading. had a moment. No, I just had a moment just then as well. I had a couple of moments. No, I had a moment where I was reading a story online about Ryan Reynolds. Oh. It's in the news at the moment. He has bought a football club, like a lower division Welsh football team with a fellow actor and decided to take over ownership of it. Yeah. Just out of the blue. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to know, 0404-000-736, when you sort of made an impulsive purchase, because this is very impulsive. This well, is like bearing in mind too, because we're talking about the actor, Ryan Reynolds, he also has a um, telecommunications company as well that he did the same thing. Mm. So he's like... Yeah, he's got quite a few things going on. Yeah, he does. But I, I just found it amazing because it, it was a, a fairly large purchase. Oh, yeah. It wasn't necessarily an, a necessary purchase. It was just one he just went, okay, I'm getting... I think he's always had interest in football. I'm talking around the, about the round ball, soccer, that I call football. The round ball. The world game. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. Anyway, so he's invested in this organization that are very well ran by all reports. And now he's taken over, and it's it's quite amazing how he's decided to do it. But I'd love to know when you sort of made an impulsive purchase and whether or not it was the right one and how invested never. you got into it. It never is. If you're buying something just off the top of your head, it's never going to be good. Mm. Yeah. I've made some very interesting fashion choices. I can half my wardrobe of things I will look at online and be like, yeah, I could rock that tiny little top or those like white like Polaroid pants. Nah. Yeah. They just sit there. No, I know. There's a lot of things where you're just like, yeah, I'll, I'll get a bit fitter so I can fit into that. And it just stays in your wardrobe. Yep. And then five years later, it's at the salvos. Yeah, with the tag still on. <laughs> the tag still on. So I could have taken that back, you know, but no, I've no. given it brand new instead. Exactly. Donated it to a better cause that wasn't my cause because I couldn't fit into it. See, I would argue that your most recent phone purchase was an impulse one. It was, but I'm not denying that it was the right one. 
I'm pretty happy with it. Well, there you go. Impulse purchases. So far, it's going okay anyway. It's a little better. But you know, it was an impulse purchase related to my new phone. What's that? The phone case I bought. Oh, okay. I'm like, because the f- latest model of the phone that I generally get didn't come with a phone case. They've sort of... Oh, they phased it died, out. F- phased out mm-hmm. a lot of the features that usually usually get like, you know, headphones and what. Nah. Nah. Just got a simple cord. So that you could charge a thing this time, which is fine by me because I've got the past model. So it's... But also, a lot of um, companies aren't even giving you a cord anymore. So no. So still, that's a win. Hey, I was singing hallelujah when I got the cord. I was like, yep, I got a cord. Beautiful. That's a win for me. Got the new phone and it's magnificent. But I did need a phone case. Yep. And I was really worried because I was like, I don't want to scratch the phone. Thankfully, it didn't scratch the phone. It was all good. Got my phone case. And for the first time in my life, I actually made an impulsive decision to buy a phone case and I'm happy with it. There you go. I'm never usually happy with any phone cases I bought. This one I am. Okay, on that though, what sort do you go for? Because I bought one recently and I didn't realize how much variance there was in a phone case. You can get like extra bounce, double protection. It's crazy. It's like that new Milka. It's the Milka, but for phones. Yeah, it is a bit. Like skinny, fat. Extra, extra oh, no. That's a poor analogy. Well, it is. I've got the double bounce, guys. And I tell you what, when I drop my phone and it goes on my toe, I'm almost in emergency every time it hurts that bad. Really? It is insane. It's got such sharp corners that it literally bounces now. But are you happy with it? Eh. Yeah. Like, my phone's happier for it. It doesn't fit in my bags or anything. So, you know, oh, that's, that's a bit of feedback. I'm happy with mine because I've got a shutter over my camera. A what? A shutter. Like, you can... <laughs> Okay, Mr. Photographer. Yeah. It's just like, shut up. Hang on a second. Just let me fix my exposure. See that? I just shut into the microphone. But We're going to a break. That is av- just... This is the Avalanches. We go on. Here on your Friday, it's Carl and Catherine driving you home. I promise you I won't have any more blanks after this. I want to know, how did you get rid of it? Now, this could be anything. It could be some negative energy. It could be an item. In this case, we're talking about a very, very old car. Oh. Now, a story has come across my desk this morning. I was going to say, it's hard to get rid of Courtney and, you know, replace her with you. No, no, no. I'm kidding. No hard feelings there. You say that. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, literally this morning I had to text Jack and say, change the lineup. I have just found the story of the week. Okay, big call. You now, said that last week. No, but this is from our very own country, Australia. So obviously I'm very proud by this. Two guys, one car, one very old car that was worth $500. And it was so run down and they couldn't sell it no matter how hard they tried. Until inspiration struck Bianco. So they thought to themselves, how can we make this car be worth a little bit more money so we can profit from this? a bit of a paint job. That'll do it. Wow. They've gone the extra mile. (laughs) What? One of these guys had quite the collection of five cent pieces. Oh, I was going to say, maybe they put it in rainbow colours and sent it up to Sydney for Mardi Gras, because that could also be a That could be a go. Just a thought. Well, these guys decided, let's kill two birds with one stone. Let's cover the entire car with all 40,000 five-cent pieces in this guy's collection. So they've gotten some super glue. You can check out the images online. There are five-cent pieces glued completely all over this car, where because of the math, if you were to put the 40,000 um, five cent pieces in with the $500 retail value standing for this car, they were able to boost it up to a three grand sale and somebody bought it. What? A car covered, 
like super glue covered in five cent pieces for three grand. It looks like an art piece. It's incredible. To be fair, though, one of those five cent pieces on the car alone could be worth three grand. It could be. If you've seen lately oh. the news about five cent pieces. Imagine if they're listening right now and they hadn't that hadn't occurred to them. Well. <laughs> they could have had a car and fought three grand. I'm a thinker. He is an ideas man, Carl. But, um... Please. Is that the first time you've actually called me Carl on radio? Well, it had to go with the quote. It's a bit jarring. He's an ideas man, Bianco. Had to be Carl. Syllables. Anyway, um, I want to know, how did you get rid of the thing that you couldn't sell? When did you have a brainwave like this? Because this is, quite honestly, one of the most impressive things I've seen in some time. All the opposite. When do you just not sell? Because <laughs> a lot of people, they just don't sell. Well, that's the thing. And also... Do you have a collection of more than 40,000 five-cent pieces? I thought you were going to say, do you have 40,000 phones by now, Carl? Well, probably would be close if you look close enough. Um, when Bianco's not here, he's actually running his own IT department. Yeah. He's got a catalogue. Have you tried turning it on and off again? He's actually got to leave right at six because he's got an appointment with the tag and testing people oh, to go through his library. Please. That doesn't happen at six. It has to happen between nine and five. Get it right. Honestly. Yeah, we'd love to know anyway, if, if you're a collector. Because you couldn't drive that, could you? That's not safe. Do you know what I found the other day cleaning out my room? What'd you find? My stamp collection. We're going to a break. Mm. <laughs> I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it. I was wrongly accused. J'accuse. What, what do you mean by that? It's French. It sounds... I accuse. Je, meaning I. Accuse, meaning accuse. J'accuse. Bless you. Anyway, I was <laughs> wrongly accused in the last couple of days. I was sitting with a colleague. I, look, where I've been working, it required you to have some accreditation. Yeah. So I was wearing my accreditation pass. Good. Quite clear that I had it on, but I was sitting down with somebody that may have been consuming an alcoholic beverage. Okay. At anyway, work? Well, sure. Let's go with that. Anyway, I'm just going... This, this is how it unfolded. I was sitting down... This person was consuming an alcoholic beverage, but they weren't wearing accreditation. So if they had been wearing accreditation, you might see what's coming here. They might have got themselves in a bit of trouble. Anyway, they didn't have a pass on like I had a pass on. You had a press pass. And then, no, it wasn't a press, I should clarify, not a press pass. Not one of those. It was just an accreditation to allow me to be in the space that I was in. And then a security guard walks up and is like, who are you here for? Who are you, who, who are you working for? You have, you've got, you, that pass? And, and I showed them. And I'm like, this is who I'm here for. And they're like, is that yours? Because it was a can of, of beverage. Yep. I'm like, no. I'm not drinking. I'm on. I'm working. I'm on the job. I'm on the clock. I'm not drinking while I'm working. That You just don't do that. It's not acceptable at all. Anyway, they're like, oh, we're not sure. We just weren't sure. Like, because you, you've got a pass on and... There's an alcoholic beverage in front of you. It looks like it was yours. I'm like, no, it's not mine. It's the person who's sitting in front of me. Can't you see there's two people here? Like, are you... Wait, were there two people? Yeah, it was me and somebody else. I, was, I told you, I was sitting with a colleague of mine. Yeah, but was it a colleague or was it an imaginary friend? Look, I didn't want you to go there. <laughs> no, it actually was a colleague of mine. Okay, okay. They were enjoying themselves. They were entitled to enjoy themselves. Responsibly, but of were course. they on the clock too? That I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> I'm just asking the questions the people would want to be asked. Yeah. I, what? Be asked. Asked. That's what you said? Yeah. Thank you. 
Yes. <laughs> so they were entitled to be doing what they were doing. They didn't have a pass on. They didn't have anything to answer to. They were fine. Okay. But because I was wearing accreditation, security thought I was consuming mm. alcohol, which would be a big no-no if you're wearing a pass. Yeah. Anyway, I, I said the record clear. I said, no, but I'd love to know when you've been wrongly accused of something because I was massively wrongly accused. How dare they? Yeah. I felt so subjected there. <laughs> I was just like, that is... Can I ask a question? Yeah. How long did this interaction go for? Oh, it was a good couple of minutes. Oh, so it was a proper debate. Yeah. You really had to clear They're your like, name. We just want to make sure that you're not consuming... It's like, I honestly, I was half a second away saying, get a breatho. Get a breatho and breathalyze me. Because there was oh, no alcohol on me. Oh, that would so good. Next season on RBT. Carl <laughs> <laughs> Bianco doesn't have a car. <laughs> but he's being brethoed at an event that he was at for work. Wrongly accused by a breath. <laughs> that I would oh. watch that show. <laughs> Pretty unbelievable. Well, I'm really. sorry you had to go through that. I'm sure I'm not the only one though. No. A lot of people would be finding themselves in situations like that and don't know what to do with themselves. I always find it interesting when you go out or if you're at an event like you were at, when security come up and ask you questions. It's very much like you're back in school and a teacher's asking yeah, you what's going on. Yeah, but it's just like, they obviously haven't been trained correctly. Hey, you can't say that. No, but, but why I do love, they ask dumb questions like but that? But everybody gets very defensive very quickly. It's like when the teacher on yard duty would walk around and be like, so, um, girls, that piece of rubbish there, is that somebody's? That's exactly what just happened in an adult setting to <laughs> yeah, you. But you know how you get the same teacher come up to you and you'd be with your mates and be like, whose is it? And it's like... It's not mine, miss. No, it's not mine, miss. No, no, miss. It's not mine. It's like, well, Carl, you're closest. You can pick it up. Yep. No. What if I don't want to pick it up, okay? This is Chet Faker. Get high for your Friday. Southern FM. New stuff from the man, the myth, the Chet Faker. Here on Friday Drive. It's Carl and Catherine driving you home, keeping you company on 88.3. And if Chet Faker was just listening to that, I'm so sorry. Nick Murphy, good on you, mate. I'm really happy that he's releasing music. Oh, I'm just so glad he's back being Chet Faker. All is right with the world, somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Good way to know. put it. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to be too up and about about it, but I want to bring some positivity. Yeah. Anyway, I want to know, when did you lie on your CV? Now, you don't have to be completely honest about this, Bayside, but a lady has put up a very tearful video online because she made a fatal error, Bianco. When applying, she just recently graduated uni. Congratulations to her. She's going to be a teacher. And she's like, you know what? For this application process, I'm going to give myself a snazzy new resume, make it really cool, rah, rah, rah. Applies for all these jobs. And then she goes back and does a cheeky proofread. And she forgot that there was a section in the resume, which is all the range these days. Yeah. Where you put a picture of yourself. And she didn't put a picture of herself. She forgot to take... She's a female teacher. Forgot to take the stock photo out of a male doctor. <laughs> so, this poor girl oh. has applied to about 20 jobs, she believes. And there's Dr. Patrick on the resume. I don't know. Imagine... Imagine, no, no, imagine no, no, opening no. that resume. Imagine being her. You can't ask to like bring all this back. It was bad. 
But it had me thinking. Just imagine that. You go to read the resume. Ooh, sounds like a very good applicant. Did they have a sex change? But the best part was, though, <laughs> was that it's like the token model, like hands crossed with a stethoscope around his neck, like really attractive guy for this young teacher. And she's like, I just need to change professions now. That's it. I just cannot be a teacher because every school in what? my area Word of advice. now thinks I'm a doctor. No longer Dr. Patrick, actually Dr. Patricia. Okay, everyone? Anyway, I want to know, when did you lie in your resume? Because technically, although she didn't, she did forget a crucial thing that, you know, maybe people might ask about later. And it reminded me of a time, Bianco, where a friend of mine, we just just finished high school and she was wanting to get a part-time job. And she said, I've come up with a great idea. Can you proofread my resume? I was like, cool. So I go through it. And I'm like, yeah, it's looking really good. And then I see the bottom of it where she'd done an awards section, which people tend to do. Mm. And she gave herself Best Media Award. What? And I said, what is this? And she goes, I don't have any achievements. So I'm going to tell them that I did media at school and my media was the best. And I said to her, have you got an idea as to what sort of media that is? No, my media was just the best. Well, there's one thing I can put on my resume that I've got from my year 12 formal. I won an award because, of course, at formals you do get awards. Do you? Yeah. Well, mine, you got awards anyway. So, we, they were sort of bulltish awards. Anyway, my award, and this was totally unexpected, but I got called up and they're like, and the winner for the I tried the Justin Bieber look and it <laughs> failed certificate is Carl Bianco. And everyone just laughed and Where and- is it? Where is it? Oh, I won't confirm or deny. Maybe I found it when I cleaned out. Oh, my gosh. I need Dawson's to see this. Dawson's Tree Service. 16 minutes to five on a Friday. We're just fried. Day. <laughs> Fridaying. Unbelievable. Now, you know what is unbelievable? I was having a conversation with a mate the other day. Yeah. And he sort of works in the advertising field. Unbelievable. Very unbelievable, wouldn't you? Wow. You wouldn't hear about it, would you? Anyway, he had to have a serious conversation with a serious doctor. Okay. It wasn't regarding himself, but to do with an advertising campaign. Anyway, I, I can't believe he actually managed to sit through this. You have to... Obviously, be very professional in these kind of environments. Oh, yeah. And he did his best to be as professional as he could be. Oh, no. But a person had approached him, a doctor had approached him about boob job advertising. Okay. Yeah. So, pretty harmless. But it's like, well, how can we create an advert relating to, you know, advertising boobs and going into different sizes, uh, cups and, and whatnot? And it's like Would for you a, be struggling anymore? <laughs> no, but for a guy, you know, maybe yeah, well, that's a, what I'm saying. A, a it's male interest, mate. It's interesting for them to go for the male perspective in this. I want to know when you've had to keep a straight face through something on a professional level. You just you have to really, and, and you're in on the inside, you're laughing like no mm-hmm. tomorrow. You're like, yeah. this is possibly one of the funniest things I've ever found myself in situation-wise oh. at work. I'm dealing with somebody in an advertising environment where. They're talking about boob jobs. It's like, if your boobs are saggy, then we can fix that. Oh, I hope that's not the tagline. No, no, but no, I'm just saying, like, you have to think about these as an yeah. as an expert in the advertising field. <laughs> you know, it's just it's not something that you come across every day. Some of these moments where you've got to show a straight face. Can I just say on that, the biggest advantage and biggest saviour. 
for these moments of late is the face mask. My goodness, because I'm one of those people, the second I start cracking up, it is written all over my face, particularly within the customer service field. It happens a lot. But the fact that now my mouth and up until my nose is covered, all I have to worry about is making it not look like I'm laughing in my eyes and I'm good. Yeah, I can still tell when you're laughing though. Yeah, but the thing is though, it's like, it's one of those things. Once you start laughing, but you physically can't laugh, it makes it 10 times funnier Mm. because you just cannot control yourself. Speaking of that, I remember when I was in year nine, I was like the class captain. And I was class supposed to... captain. No, no, no. I'm not saying it like I was a big deal or wow. anything. But I was the class captain. Why do you keep raising your eyebrows <laughs> when you say it then? <laughs> hey, Jack, did you know he was the class captain? I was the class captain. <laughs> wow, this is really hitting hard on an audio medium. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was I was probably hanging around some people that I shouldn't be hanging around in you shouldn't my have, class. Because you were just, the class captain. Just some people that probably had a bad influence on me within mm-hmm. the classroom. And when you are the class captain, <laughs> there's a certain expectation expected of you in certain environments. And in yep. classrooms, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to lead and set by example. Yep. Yeah, no, I wasn't doing that. No. My homeroom teacher, who put all faith in me to be the class captain... She looked at me and she pulled me out of the room. Yep. She said, Carl, outside now, I need to speak with you. And she said, do you think your behavior is acceptable in the classroom? I hate when they do questions like that. No, no, no. But yeah. she was going all yeah. off at me. She's like, do you think your behavior is, is acceptable in the classroom right now? You're the class captain. And I'm like, class captain. No, miss. Hey, no. at least... You did that, sure, as the class captain. As the school captain, I got caught red-handed playing spin the bottle, but that's another story. You got what? Wow. I'm really glad you decided to chime in with your five cents So, you know, cop that, class captain. This is Illy. Mirror featuring Rabel. That's okay. Do you think that behaviour is good in the radio studio? Yeah, because I'm the class captain. Zara Larson had a bit of trouble during the week. Yes. Very well known for posting a lot of great stuff on her socials for her followers. She did a bit of a live kind of thing and it didn't go too well for her because she didn't have a tripod. A tripod. She was trying to do like a selfie video mm-hmm. and it just didn't wasn't working for her. No. A couple of expletives were let off throughout the process. Mm. I'd love to know though when you've, <laughs> you've tried to take a selfie or tried to video yourself for a project or something and it's yep. gone really wrong because a lot of the time you do these things for yourself. Yeah. You know. And Hence the selfie. Selfie. Exactly right. Uh, prime example, though, during the week where she's gone wrong a couple of times. <laughs> just like our producer. I don't know what that was, but I think it was just slightly noticeable in the audio. I don't know if he's snoring, if he's just burped, or he's just got... <laughs> we apologize for that, though. I'm no. sorry. I apologize Strong on Strong language warning for that. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Inappropriate language warning, yeah. because it was just... I don't... Was it like I don't know. I don't know. It's just a. <laughs> you want to redeem yourself, Jack? You to... Yeah. Can you apologise, please? Apologise to our audience. Please. I don't even know what that what that was, but I apologise. I'm sorry. Are you okay? Have you got gas? I'm fine. Or... It's actually uh, your fault, but we won't get into that. I don't know what you're implying, Mister so, Misson. That's all right. I'll fill you in when we're in a song. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. Okay, your mic's off now. Well, you're excused, Jack. Well and surely. No, you're not. You're dismissed, actually. Yeah, but... get out of here. And also, if anyone's wondering how he's going up the um, career steps, he's still at the um, 
What did we say he was worth? <laughs> we still produce a slack. <laughs> That's not coming back yeah, after that. He's still a work experience kid, guys. Oh, no, but there's been... <laughs> now he's just gone into the other studio. <laughs> yeah, no, look, he's not good at taking selfies. No. You know what I found recently? Not so much on the selfie front. I don't know how many times. I feel like at the moment I'm like really sleep deprived. Like I'm just going through one of those stages. I feel like everybody is. Yeah, We're just, just all sleep deprived. Yeah, exactly. But I'm doing that thing. My alarm goes off in the morning. And as I said before, with the whole um, heavy duty phone case, I will get my phone, look at it and drop it on my face. And that hurts a lot. Speaking of sleep deprived, I just did a big yawn while you were saying that. Thank you. What is happening today? I don't know. In more ways than one, what is happening today? It's just been a day. It, it has been a day. There's no other way to put it. It's been a day. We've showed up at four o'clock and we've done our best the last hour and 12 minutes and we've still got 48 minutes to go. Not so, that you're counting down or anything. That was pretty good by me, actually, to be able to calculate that the way I did. I was never good at maths. I failed further maths in year 10. That's probably why hey. I didn't become Captain Carl again. Captain Carl, can you take us to a song, please? It's a bit like Captain Von Trapp. Was he a captain? Oh, too soon. Too, is it too soon? He advice. I like that. That's been in my head all week after that. Is that sad? <laughs> Jack's all butthurt in the studio. You can't see his reaction, but he's like, I'm watching The Sound of Music on the weekend. That's what I'm doing in lockdown. And you know what? I don't blame him. I'm sure he's not the only one. <laughs> I had an absolute doozy of a moment during the week. That happens quite often with you. It does, but this one is of epic proportions, okay? So I was at work, minding my business, and this man walks in. Yeah. And I look up, and I look down, and then I double take and look back at him and go, oh my gosh. Rex Hunt. Ian Dicko Dixon. As I live and breathe, Australian Idol judge Dicko is standing in front of me. And in my mind, I see this guy, and before even thinking about it, Bianco, I just go straight towards Dicko. And I'm so excited because you know me. I love Australian Idol more than anything. I want to hear about the behind the scenes and just say how much I love that show. So before I'm even thinking, my legs are walking over to Dicko. And then I say out loud, oh, my God, first syllable of his name, Dicko, but I only said the first syllable. He turns around, it's not Dicko at all. And so then I'm in this really awkward situation where I have to figure out how to get myself out of it because I have said, oh my God, Dick, not the O part. <laughs> Look, it's going to be really hard for you to come back from that. Well, that's exactly it. I didn't know what to do. I was like, maybe he didn't hear because I had a mask on. I don't know. He's looking at me like, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I know. You said the same thing to Steve Carr when he was leaving. Dick. Oh, it's not Steve. And it was one of those moments. You know when time just slows down? You're like, I only have a couple of seconds to figure this out. You have a thing of mistaking older people for older celebrities. This is the one and only time. Oh, I'm really concerned. I'm pretty sure it's not the only time. I remember you bringing up another story. But this one was bad. How many times have you actually thought you've served a celebrity when they're not a celebrity? Only this time. From memory, I did um, serve Petty Flair, but that's another thing. But yeah, I didn't know what to do. And so I just acted like it didn't happen. I'm sure, Jack, you can back me up on this. This is not the first time where Catherine has brought up. She's thought she's seen a celebrity in a store she's worked at, and she's almost approached him and then realized that she's gotten closer now. She says some average I've had a couple of celebs turn on me, but that's another story as well. 
Um, all right, I give you guys a mission. By the end of the next break, I want you to find which other celebrities it is because I don't remember them. But in this situation, I just went on lunch. <laughs> I just couldn't. I just physically racked my brains for long enough. I couldn't come up with a solution. So see you later. So that's what you did. It was bad. The outcome for you was just to go on lunch. Abort mission. <laughs> oh my god, Dick! And Time I ha- for lunch. And I had a real um, long, hard think about <laughs> what I. <laughs> During my lunch break, I literally just stared at the wall. Oh, it was horrible. It was so bad. Yeah, you would really need a long, hard time to yourself to think after. (laughs) What? (laughs) We're taking a break. We're about to encounter another five days of lockdown. Third lockdown we've been through. We can do this. We're going to be okay. We are. One of the things we're going to have to be more savvy related with is Zoom. And look, a little thing happened during the week which involved the same platform. If you haven't heard it already, no, I'm, I'm sure you have, but for one more time. Mr. Ponton, I believe you have a filter turned on in the video settings. I would have said stop pussyfooting around at this uh, point. You might want to... Uh, uh, take, take we're trying look. to... We're tr- can you hear me, Judge? I can <laughs> hear you. I think it's a filter. <laughs> in the- it is, and I... Don't know how to remove it. I've got my assistant here. She's trying to, but uh, I'm prepared to go forward with it. That's I'm here live. That's not. I'm not a cat. <laughs> I can. I can see that. Oh, oh no! See, this is the thing, right? In so many professions, being able to do your meetings online is so helpful. But there are so many out there. It just makes your job so much more difficult. But can you imagine, though, these people, the older generation, mm-hmm. sort of, you know, by older, I respectfully mean 50 plus, yep. who don't necessarily use sites such as Zoom every day, mm-hmm. have grandchildren, have children of their own that are younger, that could be using the same devices. This man's been subjected to one of these grandchildren, children of his, changing the filter for the sake of a Zoom call, and then he's going on for a professional thing, had his assistant there, and still yeah. couldn't change it from a cat filter. It's just, you can't make that up. Oh. Like, it's so funny. I just think it's so interesting that, like, on these professional business call platforms, there are filters to begin with. Hmm. It just makes it even more complicated. See, my thing, I was in a meeting the other day. And I've been seeing all this crazy stuff at the moment online where even though it says your mic is on mute, it actually isn't. Really? Like if you talk loud enough for a certain period of time, it automatically turns it on without telling you. And I've never been more paranoid in my life. (laughs) The whole time I was like, I must stay silent in case they accidentally can hear me, but I don't know. Really weird. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah. So that's another thing just to look out for, guys. Cat filters and also your mic turning on without you knowing. Yeah. Well, particularly yours because is yours working at home? Anymore? Your microphone? Oh, my, my laptop mic is. I oh, don't okay. use it. Do you use another microphone when you do yeah. meetings? Yeah, I have to because I didn't actually... <laughs> you know how I bought a new computer last yeah. year? Turns out it didn't have a microphone in it. Oh, dear. So I have no choice every Wait, time. So every time you do a Zoom call with your mates, it looks like, Hi, I'm Carl Bianco on the show tonight. Friend yeah. one, two, three, That's four. It. That's it. I've got the clearest voice out of anybody what because a power I have an actual move. microphone. That's incredible. No, it comes in handy though because... You know, sometimes you have professional meetings mm-hmm. over said platforms yeah. and you need to sound clear. Yeah. I don't really care about the visual as long as I've got the audio. Laughing. You know, because we're always told we've got good faces for radio. Oh, yeah. That's just how it is sometimes. It's time to get serious, Bianco. Because when have we not be, been serious? 
Wow, we're getting particularly serious now because I want to talk about outfit repeating, which is a very contentious issue because some people are just so against it. You will never see them in the same outfit twice. I wear something different every day. Yeah, but the same combo though. That's what I'm saying is outfit repeating. Um, (laughs) Some people will never wear the same combination more than once, which is crazy. Repeating. Anyway, a guy over in the UK was quite famous five years ago where he posed with a very famous search engine car that does some photos of streets and that yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And he was there when it so happened, took a photo of this place, mm. posed with it. He was then on the internet for that, was well known. Yeah. Now, this week, he found out that it was time for an upgrade. Recent picture, they were going to go back around again, take the photo of the same place which meant, though, that he would lose his creditation of being there for the photo. No. So he's decided to show up again. That's not good. And pose. And he's back on the website. Like, he's still there. The only problem is, five years on, he's wearing the exact same outfit. Exact. Head to toe. Exact same outfit. And COVID really hit him hard? He's, like, full of fat? or No, no, no. Just the same outfit. And so people are wondering... Whether that's a good or bad thing, because A, people like consistency, but B, if five years on, you're still wearing the exact same gear, is that a major breach of the outfit repeating rule? I don't know. Some people do that to make a point. They just, they like to be in the same place at the same time. Whenever said vehicle comes by and it's like, guess what? I'm here again. Yeah. But I don't know if I shared this story on air with you, but a colleague of mine got caught out when this said vehicle actually did a tour of his locale. Oh, yeah. So this particular colleague of mine might have been starkers in his backyard. Oh, no. And when the... You're kidding. (laughs) Yeah, they actually (gasps) capped at the moment. He was out drying off on his balcony. Is he on there? Yeah. Naked? Yes. Stop. But it's his... Blurred behind. Oh, they blurred him? Yeah. Oh, that is amazing. Yep. True story. See, that guy that I was telling the story about needs to move over. That's the real story. That's the real story. And what makes it worse is it wasn't this colleague of mine that actually worked yeah. out he was on this set site. It was his grandkids. Okay, that, that changes the story They've a decided bit, to it? search the address on set oh, no. site to see, you know, whether or not anybody actually was there. Yeah. And it was. Oh, that is perfect. Mm. Imagine being the grandkids. They'll be in therapy for the rest of their uh, lives. Granddad, you know that you know this vehicle actually captured you at Starkers while you were drying off in the morning? Wow, did they? Oh, okay. That's Great. the ultimate leak of nudes, though, isn't it? It is, yeah. If it's stuck on that website, there's no taking that down. Thankfully. Because the car would have to come back, yeah. and then there's every chance it would happen again. Thankfully for that colleague of mine, hasn't spread, hasn't leaked anywhere. Until now? Well, yeah. Anyway, I would. Yikes. Would have thought if it had have been news, it would have been spread across the place earlier. I think some things were spread across in that photo. Video. Well, yeah, it's fair to say. It's, you're probably not wrong. This is Hermitude's Hyper Paradise. It's Carl and Catherine here with you on your Friday. Want to know if you've got a pirate in your workplace? Excuse me? A pirate. Yeah, somebody that looks like a pirate. <laughs> Look, I mean, last time I checked, no. When we do the um, roll call at the start of the day, the pirate isn't there. Okay. But I'll have to check next time. Why? Because, look, this is, I, I, I'm not sure um, why this person has to wear an eye patch, but obviously wow. something's, something's really? happened. And they, they have to wear, but they wear, they, they've done it to themselves. They decide to wear a black eye patch like a pirate. 
I would think in this day, modern age, we could wear patches that didn't make you look like Pirate Pete. Turns out there's somebody in my building that has had an incident of some sorts. They don't work on my level, to my knowledge. I've never seen them on my level, but they do work in the same building that I work in, and they look like a pirate. Well, that's really harsh. Someone's probably up there, the pirate, might be saying, hey, did you see the accountant downstairs with you with your glasses? That's rude. You can't say that. No, no, no. I don't mean it in a rude way, in a Wait, bad way. In, okay. In what world is calling someone a pirate a compliment? Well, when you look like a... This is what... they, they When you've got a black patch, like... Are we, have we not advanced in the times where we can't fix somebody's problem when they do have... You he know? has an eye patch. What do you want him to do? Can't we get coloured eye patches or something that don't draw your attention to... Oh, so you know, this is more of a colour scheme issue. When, it's no. not the eye patch itself. No, it's no, no. Scheme. I was just particularly thrown off when this particular person decided to go to the cafe at my workplace at the same time, which is open, by the way, and I'm really happy it is. And they, you know... Did they give him vitamin C because he had scurvy? No. Is that why you got the no, pirate no, reference? No, none of that. But I looked at this person, I couldn't help but think... That's a cute Are parrot. Are you ready, kids? I can't hear you! Oh, here's a pirate in my workplace. That's what I was thinking. Anyway, I'd love to know who is the workplace pirate in your workplace? Do you have somebody that wears an eye patch? Maybe they just do it as a bit of fun, Friday fun. Not normalize the fact that someone wearing an eye patch makes them a pirate, please. Well, it just Hey! Surely I'm not the only one that thinks this, though. look at me for a second. Yeah, can I? As the class captain slash radio anchor, is your behaviour on air at the moment acceptable? I think so. Do you think so? Yes. Let's let the people decide. 0404000736. Is that a bit too far? All right, I'm going to put a poll on our socials. Please don't. Can we actually find another patch for those people that ha- do have an issue with their eye that doesn't make but them look like, like a pirate? But that's like me saying, I've got an issue with your glasses colour, let's change them. No, well, that's fine. If you do, that's fine. I'm not going to, you know, be mad. You can say what you like about my glasses. It's patchy content all I'm going to say. Hi, I. Anyway, I'd love to know. 0404 Have you got a work pirate? Have you got somebody that wears an eye patch? that makes you think that they're a pirate. I don't know. I'm not saying... I'm not accusing them of being a pirate. I'm just saying... Hey, I was really thrown by somebody yo wearing ho, an eye patch. Yo, no. I want to know, when have you overcome a fear in the most basic of instances? I'm not saying when have you hurled yourself out of a plane or, you know, gone scuba diving or doing anything crazy. Just a really stupid, irrational fear that you've had and held on to for a long time and then one day you've woken up and you're over it. I used to be scared of the dark oh. when I was younger. I think I've told this story before, but I used to like sleep with the covers over my head. I was that wouldn't scared. that make it darker? Yeah, but I felt like <laughs> safer. I don't know what it was, but yeah. For when a did you while. get over it last week? Still not quite over it. Oh. No, no, I am. No, I'm all right. I'm <laughs> he just needs a gnat lat. Not a big fan of the dark. Oh. Like brightness. Well, see, at least that's still somewhat a, of a reasonable fear. Mine was a wrap dress. I had a what? Like as in you know skirts or dresses that wrap around, so it's not actually the material's not attached. You have to like tie it up. Mm. I back I don't know if you realise this, Bianca, I did dancing for quite a while. Did you? I was a dancer. And it always seemed to be that we used to always stumble into costume malfunctions and it would mm. be in the middle of a performance, we'd be on stage, 
and someone would lose a skirt. And most of the time, it was because they were a wrap skirt. Mm -hmm. So you tie them around your waist and sort of weave it round. Mm -hmm. And if the string fell, so would the skirt, right? Anyway, so I was getting ready for work the other day. And I found in my wardrobe a skirt that I don't remember buying. And I pick it up and I'm like, oh, gosh, I can't wear that. It's a wrap skirt. If I wear it to work and I move too quick, I could lose my whole skirt. And in the past, I have lost a skirt at work, and I had to stick it back together with bulldog clips. So I didn't really want to repeat that. But then I took a chance, Bianco, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to try that wrap skirt anyway. Put it on, walked to work, fully confident, was able to get through the shift. I'm over my fear of wrap skirts. Wow. That's it was amazing. a big day. Unfortunately, I forgot to take the tags off the wrap skirt, so I had the tag hanging out all day. <laughs> so I've got a new fear. But yeah, I just wanted to know, when have you gotten over something so irrational? Probably jumping over fences and splitting my pants. I now know not to jump over fences because there's every chance I'll split my pants. Yep. Or just buying bigger sized pants so that I can avoid splitting them. You need to buy fence pants. <sighs> yeah, I think I've got fence pants now, though. Yeah? I think I've finally upgraded. Oh, good. Yeah. We are going to do that on the socials at some point. What, me splitting my pants? We're going to see if you can get over the fence without splitting your pants. No, that's not... We'll get, like, proper commentators in. It'll be amazing. I'll do the same because I'm very well known for doing that too. No. What, splitting your pants? Do you split yes. yours too? No, I've split skirts and stuff. That's what I'm saying. Oh, we're a couple but see, of... see, mine's just from walking, not getting over, like, you know, couple climbing. Of, couple of splitters. Yeah. Love that. And not just of the side-splitting kind. Yeah. And then when you finally get over your fear, free falling. You are. I've just got a new fear. What's that, me singing? Yep. <laughs> Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.